podcast that investigates the experience of self, the events that have shaped our world, the people that we have become, by focusing on the person first. Um, so, Ruti, what's uh, your earliest memory of someone good at life? <sighs> okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's a. I think even from a early age, I, I didn't really know what being good at life quite was. I still don't really know what being good at life is, but um, I think. Um, Probably just my parents, like the way that they they met each other and the stuff that they've done in their lives before me. Um, it was so interesting, and it was like, for they did a lot of good things, and they they wanted to help people. And what kind of stuff? Um, well, my mom and, and my mom is a midwife, and my dad is a teacher, and nice. they met when they were both doing like. They were with Christian organisations in the Gambia. Uh, my mum's from Essex, but my dad is Nigerian. Yeah. Um, and they just... Well, my mum was doing nursing work out there. Um, and they, they, that's how they met. They were in, in different organisations. No, actually, like, just at... I think it was a conference. Oh, yeah. Um, and they met, and, and they... That's how they met. And then they've yeah. been together ever since that... Um, and the way that they would just like, um, uh, just talk to people and their heart for helping people, I guess is something that I saw when I was younger. Obviously, when you, you grow up, you understand like the financial issues that we might have had when I was a lot younger and, and still have and, yeah. and things like that. And you kind of get to understand that even though it looks like someone's doing really great, at life, there's still issues that they have to go through and face. But I wouldn't say that they're not good at life. It's just, it's a lot more complicated than just, you know, going through smoothly. That's right. You kind of, the layers as you get older get peeled back and you realise yeah. the complexity of life. Yeah. And um, the, the reason we phrased it like that was it's how, how you perceive that. And it, yeah. it is multi-layered now. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting because you've gone through that change of, of seeing. Mm. I mean, to be fair, you can't go wrong with parents who, you know, nurses and teachers. Yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty decent. We hold them. I mean, I, I certainly hold those people up as some most important work that people can do in this world, mm. and they should be compensated and and looked after, and you know, more money should go into all of those things. Definitely. I think so. Um, that's great. So, are you part? Are you were you an only child, or you got? No, siblings? I've got a little sister. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, she's uh, fifteen, I think. Yeah, oh, she's nice. fifteen. Um, um, and we grew up in a Christian home, yeah. uh, family, and um, yeah. I'm I'm still a Christian as well. Um, so that my faith has shaped who I am and the way that I see things and some of the choices that I make. But you know, it's just kind of um, <clears throat> I was never forced into it like obviously I'd go when I was little but when I got to an age where I didn't I could stay at home on my own my parents never forced me to come along but I, I went along anyway yeah. and yeah and I've made great like relationships with the people in the community yeah and at the moment we're in like an amazing just it's like a family and we yeah. just eat together and obviously like really nice. do nice. services together and stuff like that 
But it, yeah. it's a really interesting thing because so I, I am I don't believe in a God in the terms of um, a you know, from a Bible, mm. um, but I definitely believe in the structure that it provides and the uh, family and the inclusive nature of everything. We've got friends on my wife's side who um, are completely devoted to their church and their community. Mm. And they are some of the most, they, you know, they do regular trips every year to India. They work in schools out there. They're completely connected to like, other human beings and, yeah. and humanity in a way that I don't see outside of religion. Um, and it's a shame as it's changing, as religion is changing, you know, and d diminishing to a degree, you know, in people's lives. I don't see anything in there replacing that that as much. And I think if it is, if it does change, it should be replaced because otherwise, don't we should replace? You know, yeah. should be replaced. So, you know, there's so many amazing yeah. things that come from it. Yeah. And I, I, I said to my wife, I really just, I really just trust people who are, have that it works for their life. That idea of. Um, placing, uh, you know, believing in a higher power, believing something beyond yourself and then giving yourself over to that type of thing. Mm. I think that's fantastic too. Yeah, uh, what you said about like connecting with people, I really, well, yeah. in, the, in the community that I'm in at the moment, they're, that's what they're, the whole like foundation of our church community is about. We, they work in um, like the local schools in our area. They, they have done like missionary work to like other countries but they they really have like a passion for the people in our town yeah. and it's just I don't I haven't seen I mean I've seen other people that are passionate about Stanford and like things <laughs> like that but um they really delve deep and I not all churches and not all Christian communities or any I don't know any uh, Deviation, is that the right word? I don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, um, groups and groups, yeah, yeah. organizations, yeah. Yeah, not all <clears throat> groups do that. And yeah, I don't know. I, it's, there's a lot of different views and beliefs within the Christian community, so you can't really like yeah. put all of the beliefs on, one, on everyone in the community, if you know what I mean. I, I do, yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. If you, if I, when you stand back and look at religion, it's like religion isn't um, a certain way of being. It's not good or, or bad. I no. think people bring themselves to this yeah. in the way that, you know, you might have fragmented uh, groups of, you know, um, I think if you go back in, this is my potted history of it, but if you go, <laughs> kind of go back... Christianity and there's all they're all offshoots from common texts right yeah. um, so they all have their own ways of approaching things but people bring themselves to a religion or a group of people um, that community was that been really important then to you for your mental health having a community around you definitely <laughs> definitely because uh, I've definitely I, I have I keep saying definitely I'm sorry about <laughs> that um, I have, I'll say brilliant uh, about 15 times so <laughs> that's fine I have had issues with my mental health that I think if I wasn't in that community um, I would be in a completely different place now. Of course I have the support from my family and the friends but the faith meant so much more than that and because um, like going through um, I'm 19 and I when I was like around 15 or 16 yeah. I was doing my GCSEs yeah. and it was very stressful yeah. But it got to a point where 
I was very insecure about them. Um, like, obviously, you want to pass. <laughs> yeah. But there were so many GCSEs that I was doing, I couldn't keep on top of the work. I'm not... I'm very good at procrastinating. <laughs> so, um... It, How many were you doing, if I don't mind I did... I think, in the end, I did 17. What? Wow. Isn't it 11 you meant to do? I think it's, like, eight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, I got five. <laughs> so... <laughs> and I, I passed... I, I didn't pass one. Which I think is fair enough. Yeah. Um, Do you but say you did pass one or you didn't pass one? I didn't pass one. <laughs> you didn't pass one of them? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Why did you take on 17? Um, I don't know. It wasn't really my choice. Oh, okay, fair enough. Um, they, everyone thought you could do 17. Well, everyone... So our school was split into, like, the higher colour groups, basically, and the top three colour groups did like all of these GCSEs and even like the lower colour groups they were still made to do loads and loads of yeah. different ones and they've changed it now it's not my sister is in year 10 and she's only doing about 8 so really? that's great but um, yeah. I literally started, did not nearly, nearly double wow. yeah I did my first GCSE in year 9 and then oh, wow. I did 4 in, G, in year 10 and then the rest in year 11 wow. a lot very young yeah <laughs> yeah so, what did you study? Anyway, what were yeah. your favourite subjects out of those? Music. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ding. Quite helpful. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed textiles as well. Yeah. But I wasn't good at keeping up with the work. I got a B though, so that was good. Um, oh, hey, what do you mean you didn't pass one then? You I didn't, didn't pass. I got. It was sixteen out of seventeen. Do you mean? Hmm? Oh, sorry. <laughs> you meant there was one you didn't pass. There yeah. was just one. Sorry, I thought you didn't pass any of them. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. You passed all no, of them. I, I passed all of them except for one. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm, yeah. yeah. I'm an idiot. Sorry. No, it's like... Um, <laughs> uh, oh, wow, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Belated congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I've done my A-level since then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it just... Through, through that time, it was... Um, I was really stressed out. I'm very insecure about the way that I looked. And looking back, yeah. I was in a really dark place. Yeah. Um, and I would cry, like, all, every yeah. night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd have, like, little breakdowns in school and stuff like that. Um, <coughs> and it definitely got better. It didn't get better when I was in school, but, like, during that summer after school, I felt like everything had been taken off me and and... Yeah, and then A-level again did get a bit more stressful, but it wasn't as bad. Um, but after The Voice, it kind of went back down again, just because it was a new kind of stress and a new kind of pressure that I hadn't, ex I hadn't experienced. Um, this was like work now, so I had to have to make money. I am in the public eye. People can see me, and I'm still very insecure about the way that I look. I mean, I've kind of got to a point where I don't really care anymore. But like having my picture taken lots oh. and looking at the Gosh. pictures and just being like, I, that is my worst nightmare. Yeah, that's, I just, I that's every person's nightmare. Of course, it? yeah. It, it's really more common than people would have you believe. Mm. I think. Yeah, of, I I understand that as well. Yeah. And I just I was like, I don't know why I can't just you know accept <laughs> that I don't look like the models that are usually on the front cover and it just it it was something that would go through my mind and it would really upset me and I would I would have 
panic attacks because I was just like, I don't know what's going on. I can't control anything because I don't know what I'm meant to be controlling or how things are meant to look. And I don't think there's, things aren't meant to look in a certain way, but I just couldn't get that into my own head. And now I kind of understand that and I've got a, an amazing team around me. So that also helps the community that I, um, that I'm part of the church community that I'm part of really helped with that, but also like the music people that I have around me yeah. as well. Yeah. Just all these different communities that I feel part of really help to kind of keep me grounded and like stable. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but also the faith that I have, I think, again, if I didn't have it, I'd be in a different place. A worse place than I am. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. that's, I'm so. Um, that's so. <clears throat> it's not surprising to hear what you said. Mm. I do think to myself, gosh, the expectations of going into a business which wants to move you along very quickly and has lots of quick plans mm. and lots of um, capital to invest into you. It's like you know, and you you've got to do this mental kind of catch up the whole way through. Yeah. Like you said, now I'm making money. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's like. Yeah. That's stressful anyway. Yeah. But most people get to go into a job and not be noticed by at least a couple of people, right? Yeah. They go and work for their manager and their little team, and then mm. no one knows who they are in the company, and they just gradually work their way through it. Yeah. Whereas you to turn up as like the CEO of your own company, <laughs> yeah. your own brand. I don't like that phrase. Yeah. You know what I mean? uh, no. Yeah, you turn up like that, and then suddenly you're front and centre of, of those things. Mm. It's uh, it is. Do you? Um, What's your, I don't want to put words into your mouth, what's your kind of perception then of um, purpose? If you were thinking of like um, what your purpose is on a day-to-day -day basis or, you know, how, how you ground yourself to something that's meaningful to you mm. and how you separate yourself from things that are not meaningful, how do you kind of think about that and define that in your head? Well, uh, going back to faith, mm. um, obviously as a Christian I believe that God has a purpose for me. And I kind of begin to appreciate that more and understand more where I'm going um, when I'm reminded of that, but also by like the people that I meet along the way. So there's a lot of people that I've met that have kind of, that have like nurtured me and moved me on. And I feel like that's def, I'm um, the, the purpose that I have um, the purpose that for my life, I guess, does that make sense? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Is is kind of being confirmed more, if you know what I mean. I, I not everyone be believes that, and I understand that, and I appreciate that as well. But it's what I believe, and I I see. I I I feel like I have this purpose to reach lots of different people. Yeah. Um. And I feel like it might not be quickly. It might actually. This might be the, the start of it, but it will take a lot longer to reach all these people. And it doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to be put in front of a massive audience, but it might be reaching like a small room of people yeah. or a small bar of people, yeah. either through, hopefully through music and singing. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming that's what it is, because <laughs> I'm not very good You're at talking. You're going to turn into a drafts player. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so it, I kind of, but it, it might not be what I think it is as well. Like, uh, things might change and I might end up on a completely different career path. But I'm, I'm kind of, because I have faith, I, I'm not worried 
about where life's going to take me and if my plan doesn't follow through, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it's almost like it doesn't really matter too much about your plan yes. because there's something greater at play. Exactly that, yeah. That's nice. I think people are so... If you think... Um, there was a great Alan de Botton... Do you, have you heard of the School of Life? Have you come across that? I feel like I've heard of it, but I don't... I'm not it's, amazing. it's basically a philosophical platform and they talk about ideas throughout history from uh, yeah, anyone, captains of industry, uh, philosophers, um, all types of people. And he said, if you go back 300 years, the concept of, having, of being in love with your wife, having children, having a great job, having a hobby, having money, you know, owning your own house and owning your car and all the rest of it. He went, that was, well, not a car back then, but, you know, owning other you know, means of transport things. No one had all those things. In fact, he even said the concept of being in love with your wife was a rare concept. It was like, this is my wife, we're a unit, we have some kids and we're doing this thing. But you don't have to necessarily love that person or your mm. wife doesn't necessarily have to love you even, right? And there's so much ownership and accountability that people feel like they must have in shaping their future. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah. a, an amazing concept which is... Um, uh, if you think of like uh, winners and losers, right? So uh, if you go, oh yeah, she's Rooty's a winner, right? That immediately makes the onus of you having achieved all those things like meritocratically, uh, meritocratically for yourself, right? But it also says in the same breath is this homeless person over here, well they're you know they're a loser because they had exactly the same kind of grounding and ch chances, right? But that's really not how the world is. The world. Is, is everyone's loaded with a whole bunch of different stuff. Do you know what I mean? Mm. You know, like, so you don't know how you feel, why you feel bad about yourself in certain ways. You don't control that necessarily. It's a little thing that pops up into your head. Mm. But on the other side, you've had amazing kind of parents and have got a great community around to counterbalance that. Yeah. There are some people who are born into the world who don't have any of those support things at all. But that wasn't their choice. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's kind of like, there's so much pressure on individuals that they control their life. And yeah. my, my summary is, they don't. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> That's cool, yeah. Um, I had a question. Um, so how has failure shaped your worldview? Hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't... Um, I don't know if this is going to answer the question, actually, but I... I already... I... Sorry. <laughs> no, it's um, okay. Difficult questions. Yeah. I I know that I can't get everything right and I don't definitely. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> Um so do you not think it's tainted your world view then? I don't know if it's tainted my world view because I I know that everyone is gonna fail at some point, yeah. and or do yeah. something wrong, or not get what they want. That definitely happens. Uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I think it it might have given me a bit more um, compassion for the mistakes that people make. So, you know, like going out into the world, and if something happens that I'm really not happy with, I have to understand that that person isn't going to get like if someone's affected me they've done something wrong or they've 
yeah, if they've done something wrong, then either towards me or towards someone else. Not that I'm like, not say um, if someone does something really bad, I'm not gonna be <laughs> there's like, a limit. yeah, there's a, there's definitely a limit. But um, like if someone makes a mistake, I'm not gonna condemn them. Yeah. I just I feel like I have a bit more compassion because I fail, everyone fails, so I can't expect everything to be perfect, so I can't expect everyone to do, uh, be like, you know. Be perfect at uh, everything. Be perfect at everything. So, um, I don't, if, if that makes sense. No, that's, that's, that's right. Sense. It's just made me think of something, that if mm. somebody isn't compassionate to themselves mm. about their own failures, they might also be less compassionate to others. Yeah. So those mm. that you see, like, condemning others, oh, you should have done that, you had, mm. you know, maybe they're not that kind to themselves either. You know what yeah. I mean? Maybe their quiet mm. moments aren't very quiet. You know, they're quite intense. Yeah, I, th I feel like that's quite true. Um but also, I feel like I feel like I'm, I'm quite compassionate to others, and maybe not as compassionate to myself. So mm. that's kind of the complete opposite of what you just said. Yeah, <laughs> but, you can be. But yeah, you can. But I understand that as well. And um, why do you think you're not as compassionate? Have you learned to be more compassionate to yourself? Yeah, definitely. As I feel a lot more um, uh, self-confident. Over the past year, I've had to kind of learn that. Obviously, I was going through ups and downs of stuff. But um, at the moment, I feel like I know I'm going to make some mistakes and I know I'm not going to succeed straight away or some things are going to go well and some things aren't. But um, bec again, because of my faith, I feel like I, I know that God's got a hold on my life. So there's that the release of pressure on me getting everything right and me, you know, finding the right path and yeah. succeeding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's interesting. In, in moments of kind of, you said the word success, and I'm mm. going to hold you on that one. Great, We're going to go great. into what that means. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. Um, but um, I, there's a Rudyard Kipling poem. I can't remember which one. It might be If, I can't remember. But, and it says something like, um, success and failure treat those two imposters just the same, which I thought was, ah, oh, that's it. Like, when you're riding high, you're doing really, really well. you just got to remember... And this is, this is my wording. <laughs> it's meaningless, right? <laughs> um, and, you know, I don't hand myself over to a, a god, but mm -hmm. I do hand myself over to, like, an infinity yeah. of... We are, there's a tiny blip in the ocean of, of us existing. Mm. We're not massively... Meaning, like, our life doesn't have meaning intrinsically, but we are here, like you're kind of saying, I guess, mm. to bring meaning to it, your life. Yeah. And you can do that by the way you treat people or the message you, you want to spread and how you engage with people. Like, you can bring meaning to your life, but it doesn't intrinsically have meaning on its own. Yeah, yeah. It's not here to serve you, basically. Yeah. You know, you're here to serve your life in the world. Exactly. Yeah. Um, oh, I completely forgot where I was going. <laughs> oh, was and success. <laughs> so if you think about what success is mm -hmm. and what failure is, if you can look at those two and think, well, they're both fine. Mm. I'm, I'm going to have both of those and experience mm. them um, and not take too much pain or too much pleasure from either of them. Yeah. How do you define success in, say... Because this is, this is an artefact. We're yeah. recording an artefact here. Yeah. In five years' time, you might look back and go... I wonder if my view on that's changed. You know yeah. what I mean? It'd be really cool to see. Yeah. Um, what do you think success then will be in five years? Um, for my music career, I guess having 
your albums that sell well doing a few gigs or not a few gigs I want to do a lot of gigs in the next five years (laughs) yeah that you know reach a lot of people not necessarily sell out I don't know I'd I don't really know what success is to me because I'm not too worried about getting to I don't know selling out a stadium (laughs) or something like that um but I I know that I want to be proud of what I've done and even though I know I'm going to have failures and there will be successes, I, w- I would have learned from those things. And hopefully I'd be able to um, give my experiences of successes and failures on to someone else that might be, I don't know, say yeah. my age in five years' time, um, someone that might be going through the same thing. So I don't know where I was going with that. Does your community do that Yeah, a lot? They, they, they talk to people yeah. about... You know, I'm five years ahead of you. Guess mm. what? Things get better or guess what? This is... Yeah, um, definitely. And we're very honest with each other. So there's things that we do that people might be like, that's not very Christian of you. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but, you know, like, even just, like, judging people, when you see someone walk past and you're like, yeah, I don't know, you judge them in your head. That's not... It's not a very nice that's thing natural, to do. Yeah. It's natural, yeah. It's natural. But it's not really that nice. And... You know, we're honest with people and we're honest about what we, uh, in the community. Oh, you're you're saying, this is something I do that's not good. Yeah, yeah, you know. That's nice. It's like learning from that and and just letting people know that they're not alone in the community. Because sometimes I feel like, obviously, what what um, it's not like, there's not rules. The Bible's not like rules, but um, there's things that it says don't do. And when you do those things, you're like, oh, my goodness, I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're human. So in the community, we're just, like, encouraging each other, lifting each other up and just saying, like, we all do these things. So that's how, you know. Yeah. And they, we go through similar situations and then they'll give their wisdom, uh, someone will give their wisdom about the, the situation and, like, how they got through it and things that they wouldn't have done to get through that situation. You, do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Uh, you've got to share, you know, those feelings, right? Because mm-hmm. if, you, if you're isolated, like, that's got to be the worst thing in the world, is feeling that you are different and then having it confirmed. Because yeah. <laughs> you know, either no one will talk to you about it or no one yeah. acknowledges it. I think that's a great uh, thing. Doesn't, mm. That seems very um, Christian in the sense <laughs> of sharing what you think your fallibilities are yeah. or what you think is bad about you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's almost like, because <clears throat> shame is a really negative feeling, feeling, right? Yeah. And if you can share that with people and realise you're not ashamed of you. Yeah. Know, yeah, I think that's how you learn. That's how you grow. Definitely. No one, no one just kind of pops out wise. It's always the, yeah. the old people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? have been around for a while mm. seem to be the wisest. Yeah. I'm thinking of a very good one. Um, what is one guaranteed way of um, achieving some happiness in life, do you think? I guess one guaranteed way is yeah. um, either working or doing something that you love to do that brings mm-hmm. you joy. Yeah. I guess that's the only guaranteed way because anything that you think will give you joy doesn't necessarily give you the 
thing that you want, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm going to throw a curveball into that one. <laughs> doing the thing that you love mm. and you're doing it in a commercial aspect as well, right? Mm. So you, you didn't have to rely upon the thing that you loved for money. Yeah. And you're now moving into that phase, like mm. you said, that you are. Do you worry that your... Do you think your, your joy would ever diminish of... Mm doing something that you know you're great at and you love doing and brings happiness to loads of people, mm. but it's underpinned by... And this isn't a loaded question. Yeah, no, do you know I what I mean? mean? You know what I'm getting at? It's, kind of like it's underpinned by a commercial machine. Yeah. Um, and, uh, look, we work in an environment, we work a lot with um, finance people in the city, mm. and I think um, even Ellie and I were talking about this recently, right? So mm. we've set up a charitable enterprise on the side of what we do. So we do work basically for free, for certain uh, uh, groups and people and for certain actions to help change diversity and social and, um, and governance and uh, carbon neutral things and all this mm. kind of stuff that we think is really important. Ellie literally went for an interview at... If we talk about it. <laughs> um, it was like um, a discussion with the um, with Childline mm. um, yeah. to be a um, online counsellor to obviously children. So yeah. it's, it's important, like, even though we've got our day job, we've... we've both been pushing our work and even our spare time to do things that are more meaningful. Yeah. So that was my kind of question of like, you're bringing two worlds together. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I do think that maybe some points the, the happiness that it brings me will like decrease, I guess, because I, there'll be a different kind of pressure and maybe even just the repetition of like, I don't know, doing a show for a long mm. time, it might get, boring in a way but also like just it will feel heavy on me so I, I am expecting there to be times where I'm like I don't want to do music anymore yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. but I don't think that I could stop because I love it so much <laughs> so yeah. I, I there, there will be points where it's not going to bring me the joy that it used to mm -hmm. but I don't think it will be like Forever, I don't think it would be a permanent thing. I think it would just be waves of like happiness and like fulfillment, but then also like tiredness and just. Yeah. <clears throat> you kind of have to step back and think about why you went into it, what you what you've done yeah. uh, in the first place, and why the, and how it brought you so much happiness before, and kind of get through it. I suppose. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because it. W I can imagine it will get kind of very difficult at some points I always think that when I sing, uh, see singers and musicians and stuff I think I wonder if they still enjoy it but mm. they must do yeah it's very 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 difficult I would say I think mm. if if it ever got to a point where I was actually like yeah I definitely have to stop doing this because I don't enjoy it um then I would move on to something new yeah, yeah. yeah. which is really hard to say because I don't want I don't want to do that but There's those different ways of mm. yeah doing that yeah yeah. That's interesting. Um, there's, um, we actually had a um, record label boss on here. Mm. We were talking about mental health in the music industry, and it affects women three times them three times more likely to suffer from uh, mental issues than mm. men in the industry. Which is mm. interesting. And it's at a time when it's going through such a change as well. Like yeah. With me, you know, with me too moving a whole bunch of spotlights on bad behaviour. Mm. Um, it feels like there's definitely a really strong positive change afoot in terms of awareness of everything, how the infrastructure affects people and their mental health. Yeah. 
<laughs> sorry, I'm not sorry, but I... it's going to be bad. Yeah. <laughs> no, it will be very good. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> this one might be quite deep, but um, interesting. Why should we try to keep living? Hmm. Okay. I did. I did uh, read the questions before, and I was like, oh my goodness, I don't know <laughs> any of these answers. But um, why should we try to keep living? Um, I think this is what I think. Um, I, I, we've been given this life, so, um, and it's, yeah, like we, we've been given it, yeah. and that's this is all we know. This is kind of all we have. So, it's, it's kind of hard because. I don't know the experiences other people have of life. Mm. Um, I have my own, and I, I, I wouldn't. I'd, I, yeah, I don't know how people feel when they feel like life's not worth living. Mm. Um, so I can't speak from that point of view. Um, yeah. So it's it's really hard to answer that question um, because we don't know the meaning of life, so we don't know what's going to happen. I mean, obviously, I have faith that, you know, God has a plan for my life, and one day, hopefully, I'll go to heaven. But it's just... It's just very... I don't know how to speak from the point of view of someone that doesn't have a faith and why why I should keep yeah. trying to live. I, I don't know yeah, that's true. how to... <laughs> what someone's view is of, like, you know... Why to keep going. Why to keep going, um, yeah. I think that's really true. If, somebody's, <laughs> if somebody doesn't have anything apart from themselves... Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It might be true. difficult to, to argue that point. Yeah. And I'm definitely not saying that there's no point of living a good life <laughs> no. because we're living and we feel things. <laughs> we feel things, so we want to have... as as much happiness, I guess, mm. and experience as we can. And then you know, other people will learn from that as well, and we can pass that on to younger people. Yeah. Mm. Um, so it's just, <laughs> I really don't know. Don't worry, don't worry. It's <laughs> a very difficult question to yeah. answer. Yeah, not everyone, yeah. I mean, people aren't nailing these questions. <laughs> I mean, you know, people are constantly de debating it even now, right? Yeah. Mm. Um, what do you think is your most powerful... Um, effect on other people that I have um, well obviously I have quite um, a large like platform I guess oh, it's, it's quite high it's not like the biggest <laughs> but it's enough to reach I, I have the opportunity to reach people so it, I the most powerful effect that I try to have on people, that I try to have, is yeah. like to um, just encourage people. I try and let people know that even though I'm, I don't know, famous if you want, <laughs> um, that I go through the same things as them. And it's, it's really hard to kind of um, display like everything I feel on. Like, I guess social media is a yeah. massive thing that I have. Um, 
that I can reach people on. <laughs> Do you have a very big following on I, on, on Instagram? These? Yeah, I have a quite a big following and, and stuff like that, which is really weird. But it's just trying to let people know that we're all going through life together and we're all, you know, mm. having the same issues. And you know, I. Um, yeah, no, I think uh, it's really important yeah, it's, <laughs> because it's so fake, the uh, social media these days. So mm -hmm. I think it's really good that um, you're, well, you sound as if you're very genuine on there yeah. and sending them messages on Instagram and things like that. So yeah. it's really good. And just the, the content that I'm posting, it's try, trying to, it's, I don't know what I'm trying to say right now, <laughs> but it's just trying to encourage people and let them know that, it's okay to talk to people about how you feel. I, I feel like I need to be better at it as well, just telling people that, you know, I don't have um, the best self-confidence and I feel down sometimes, like really down sometimes and yeah. that, but telling, uh, yeah, just letting people know that it's okay to talk to people about these things. Being honest about yeah. how you feel yeah. and, and telling them, it's almost like uh, be kinder to yourself. Mm. It's not like we've got it nailed. No. This end. Yeah. yeah, and obviously people are interested in what I'm doing in my life, yeah. so I will post that kind of stuff too. But um, just positive messages. Yeah. And when I see people <laughs> on the street, uh, even if like <coughs> someone came up to me and I wasn't in the best mood, I'd want to be nice to them so that they feel better about themselves as well. It and it yeah, I just the. <laughs> The effect I'm trying to have on people is just like, I'm just showing them love, yeah, basically. Yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's nice. I, was say, I think kindness is, the, yeah. I would answer that, that's probably the yeah. best thing you've got, skill, and everyone's got that skill. Yeah. Everyone's got that. Some yeah. people use it better, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, sometimes it's hard to be kind if you're not in a great place, but that's it's right. just. I think that's okay yeah. as well. Yeah. Because you've you got to fix, you've got to be looking after you, right? First, of course. Before you mm. can be available for other people. Yeah, definitely. Otherwise you'll end up... You yeah, know. you put too much weight on yourself and yeah. that could affect you worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, does the world still surprise you? Obviously you're going through a lot of um, changes at the moment. Does yeah. the world still surprise you? Yeah, definitely. Um, good ways and bad ways. Yeah. Um, Sometimes I'm surprised at how people um, treat other people. In like, some, I'm surprised um, when someone that I expect to be quite, either because of like the position they're in, I expect them to be quite, I don't know, distant from other people. They're actually quite warm and they they want to include you and stuff like that. But then other times the people that I think are going to be loving and warm and stuff like that, they kind of really? push people away and really? just not necessarily push people away because they don't want to talk to them, but because of who they are, if you know what, what I mean. What kind of people? Mm -hmm. Well, <clears throat> something that I'm... <laughs> this is going to be really <laughs> controversial, but um, I am very... Uh, I don't know how to say this, <laughs> but, you know... A lot of people know that some Christians don't accept the LGBTQ oh, community. Wow. Oh, wow, right. And I, it's, I find that really hard to see because I'm like, we're, like, 
the basis of our whole faith is love. Yeah. Right. And how can you not love people the way that we believe we are loved by God unconditionally? I just don't, sometimes it, I just don't understand and I want to just hug everyone and just be like, <laughs> we, I love you and you mean something and don't let anyone say that you don't just because you love someone. <laughs> you, do you know what I mean? Completely. I, you and you it, just nailed it. I just... I think the answer to all this is it's it's human beings bringing their feelings exactly. to a religion, and that's that's all that some Christians won't agree with me, but it just it's something that I'm very passionate about, and um, I don't know how to express that passion. I don't know what I can do with that passion. Like I don't know. Mm. Like, do I need to go to an organisation and, like, help there and stuff like that? It's something that I know that I have, like, a burning fire for and just kind of the inclusion and just the the lifting up of and ex- encouraging of the LGBTQ yeah. community because it's just... I, I can't stand to... I, I can't stand just watching it happen yeah. and hearing what people say. Yeah. Because, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. You just explained <laughs> yeah. that really well. Yeah. You explained it perfectly well. It's, it's really, it must be incredibly frustrating to be part of a community mm. and be, guys, this is our, our core principles. <laughs> don't yeah. get caught up on semantics and wording mm. or, or what that person believes in. Let's just boil this down to it's very, very simple. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, not that I, by the way, I'm not Christian. But I'm, saying, I'm saying it's like I know the word. But, yes, God is love, right? Yeah. And that's and let's start there, and then yeah. work work forwards and see what we mm. hear. And yeah. And that, that, I know that's. I, I really feel like this is just changing, changing, changing. Yeah. So quickly that there's there's something really interesting um, about um, Barry was saying this from um, Barry Smith, who's um, he does neuroscience at University College London and philosophy. Mm. He was saying young people. Um, so let's say under 25s, are so used to um, things changing so much within their lifetime that they don't get as attached to thoughts and feelings and philosophies and mm-hmm. fundamental yeah. as much. Yeah. But if you go back, it took 200 years for things to change. Yeah. That's so, so you true. could be through yeah, yeah. Three, three generations of grandma and grandpa, <laughs> and they all say the same thing. No, it's definitely like this. You go, yeah. oh, okay, and everyone passes yeah. it down. Yeah. Whereas you've just seen. Gosh, look at, you know, so you're similar age, you two, right? 21, yeah. 19? 19. 19. You've just seen so much change in the last kind of 10 years, especially with women and any maligned um, uh, groups, minority groups. They've all been given more of a platform and it's all been, you know, it's from like trans community mm. and it's really Improving. awesome that it's been debated. Mm. It's like it just wasn't even up for debate. Yeah. <laughs> No, was the answer. You <laughs> yeah. don't. You can't come in. You can't do this. You can't be here. Mm. We won't allow. You. Even from the, you know, I remember when um, they let a woman priest in the, you know, it's like, <laughs> why was that ever a, a thing? thing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I know. And, yeah. and that's the wonderful thing though about the change, and also technology and communication with that mm. hand in hand is, you know, it could, we could see like in the next twenty years things unfathomable things. Yeah. And hopefully at the core of it, to your point, it's all about community, love, yeah. connection. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, Let's pick some more upbeat ones. Yeah. I feel like yeah, we've really put you through <laughs> the ringer. Okay, <laughs> let these. me find one more positive question. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, these are really deep. <laughs> um, I, I, I want you to talk about compassion, if I can. Mm -hmm. So, how do you define um, how do you define compassion? Just the word and what it means to you. Um, to me, it um, it means just well, loving loving un unconditionally, um, no matter what the person's done or who they choose. Um, like what literally just yeah. no matter who they are yeah. basically um, just loving them and treating them just treating them with love yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. and you know um, understanding that they've done wrong things yeah. like everyone's done things that are wrong yeah yeah <laughs> so just yeah Right, I'm going I'm to I'm throw one at you. Mm -hmm. This is literally being debated in, par in Parliament oh, uh, under human rights, <laughs> okay. basically. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know prepared. anything about that. <laughs> no, no, yeah. okay. no, but it, it, this is very much an intrinsic part of who you are, mm. right? So where do you draw the boundary on compassion? So you just said no matter mm. what they've done. Mm. Now, I don't yeah. have to go into what terrible things yeah, yeah. human beings have done. You yes. said, you know, it amazes you how people can treat one another. Yeah. But do you draw a boundary in there? I actually have thought about this so much because I'm like, I can't... Just because I... Hmm. Oh, this is difficult. I don't agree with what the person's done, let's say. I definitely... If someone's done something so awful and they're, they're in prison for it and stuff, I'm definitely... If I love them, it doesn't necessarily agree necessarily mean that I agree with what they've right. done. You can yeah. do both. Yes. You can show them love and yeah. compassion. I don't have to be like super nice to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But just, you know, mm. but treating you them like a human being, I guess. Right, treat them like a human being. That's, <laughs> but the, and that's the question they're, yeah. they're debating. But I also understand the complete opposite because it's like... Yeah. If someone's done something so, so bad, how can you treat them nicely when they've literally... Mm -hmm. They've done something so awful to someone else. someone else. Exactly. Yeah. And it's that's such a that's actually something that I feel like I have conflict with in my yeah. mind yeah, all yeah. the time. Yeah. Cuz I I have no answer to that. I feel like I would still treat them with love, but I would inside be feeling something completely different. Yeah. I think from <laughs> that space of mm. cognitive dissonance, two yeah. things at one another. Yeah. I think really great art comes as well yeah because mm -hmm. it is possible to feel both things at the same time it's not yeah. like there isn't just one way of being mm. you can actually coexist with all these different feelings and i find that really interesting because like, we have we have definitely met people in our lives ellie and i who've said no if they've done that they deserve to die <laughs> <laughs> you know things like that it's like wow well that if you if you say you know it's an interesting mm. but this yeah. is being debated around the world human rights issues you know like in certain countries mm. if somebody set off a bomb that killed 50 people mm. they think either they could execute that person or if they wanted more information from that person they could talk to them mm. you know and they think that that's where the human rights thing kind of comes in in other countries they think it is life is you know there's a sanctity around that and there you should have compassion things interesting very big that topic. was meant to be a positive one. It's oh. meant to be <laughs> and dark. Okay, I think we got one more. Um, um, 
what talents, gifts, and ideas have you discovered? Hmm. Is that? That's the question. What talents, gifts, ideas have you discovered? Oh, sorry. That's not the. That's a big question. Oh, I thought that was a positive question, but that's a long negative one. <laughs> okay. It doesn't have to be negative. Yeah, no, I'm trying to um, get a positive one so we can end I've on a positive one. note. What, what are you looking forward to? Oh. Yeah, nice. Well, in the short term, I'm doing a few. I'm excited <laughs> to perform uh, because I, I haven't really had that opportunity in the, over the last year. And Why not? I don't know, just things that took a long time and, you know, it, it, it was quite different with... I was on a different management. I was with a, a record label, and it, things were different. I, I don't know if they, because obviously coming off The Voice, I don't know if they really wanted me. I was just kind of handed to them, if you know what I mean. Oh, wow. Um, right. Like, that was the prize of The Voice, getting a yeah. recording contract. And that, that's so exciting and a great opportunity. Can I ask you, mm -hmm. yeah. what did that compose? Because when you say recording contract... I feel like everybody else in the world goes, yay, <laughs> but I don't know why we go yay. What does that actually mean? It means that you, when you release stuff, well, it, it depends, if you... They're paying for your recording yeah, time. Yeah, they're paying for the recording time, they're paying for the music videos, Yeah. any musicians that you use. Writers. The thing, writers, yeah, yeah. If, you, if you write with writers. I write with writers, I don't write, I write on my own as well, but I don't take songs if you know what I, mean. I don't collaborate oh, yeah. with them yeah, yeah. i'll write a song for you yeah oh, great I'll, Which, I'll change a few words yeah, yeah, yeah that i can i can do i could do that if i really connect with the song but if i don't then i'm not gonna sing the song yeah. but yeah so they but you still have to pay it back with the royalties i know yeah so oh, right, okay. so it's it's great but then you're in like debt <laughs> so because it is true that some some individuals took a contract did really well, but they spent more, as in the company spent more. Than you make, than yeah. Make. yeah. So that, that debt was underneath them for year two. Yeah. And year two starts and they go over. Yeah. So oh, I wow. feel like maybe I, <laughs> you're constantly in Paying debt. It back. Well, yeah. <laughs> but um, I kind of, I knew that was what happened anyway. How so. did you find that out? Because um, you get... Um, well, I don't know. I think I was just like concerned. I was like, I do not have enough money to pay for this. I'm not earning anything at the moment. But they were like, no, you get an advance and then it'll come back in royalties. Uh, you'll, you'll pay it back in royalties. You won't have to pay it up front, um, I think. <laughs> but, you know, that's right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so but they were fairly clear with you. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Because I didn't understand. I didn't really know. I didn't know how anything worked. So... Um, yeah, that's, but things, like, lots of things were happening last year, so I didn't get to perform as much as I wanted to. Um, but, yeah, this year, and now that I'm, like, I'm an independent artist and I've got new management and stuff, we're, and I've got songs out and I'm writing songs, I, there's opportunities to do my own headline gigs, and that's what I'm just really excited about because as much as I want to connect with the audience, I actually just love performing in front of people. Yeah. I've, I've always loved performing in front of people, which is strange because I feel like when you meet me, you might not necessarily think that I love being in front of people. Um, <laughs> as long as there's not a camera and no one can like, you know, take a really close-up picture of my face, it's, it's kind of fine. But yeah, I just 
making music and singing with people and playing with the band. I just, I'm, I'm so excited about doing that. And I'm excited about, um, like, writing new songs. Yeah. Um, I really want to be a producer as well. Yeah. So I'm excited to learn how more about that and make my build my own little studio (laughs) and um which i'm like starting to do collecting all the equipment and stuff like that but it's just i've just got i've got my mac my mac book and um little audio interface and a little microphone that's that's kind of all you really need (laughs) if you want to just start off um but i need like different softwares i've got logic on my on my laptop, but um, I don't have Ableton. Oh, okay. But I know mm-hmm. about these things, and I obviously, if I do more gigs, then I make a bit more money, then yeah. I can invest that That's into yeah. music. And I'm just excited to to make more music and collaborate with more people. I tell you what, playing with a band and <laughs> collaborating, yeah. and then also writing a song and having it performed to people, <sighs> got to be the best feelings in the world, it, I bet. It is, because... No one had heard the music um, before, obviously, it was released, except for the band. And when we played it live, I was like, this is a real song. Like, yeah. it's, it's real now. It's a song. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's, it's crazy. And it, it sounds different. And the band put their own interpretations yeah. into it. Sometimes I don't like it, but sometimes, yeah. I, most of the time, I love the way that they just yeah. play it because it's fresh to them. I've heard it for, like, six months, but yeah. they take it in a different way and it's just it it's something that does bring me a lot of joy and um yeah and singing and just I yeah I just like I like singing a lot (laughs) I really I really think singing and vocals like that connects emotionally with people definitely some of those visceral things and it spans you know countries and religions it spans Mm. all these things yeah it's a real connector it feels like I'm talking. Yeah. I mean, obviously, with a a lot more dynamic. But yeah. it, when the dynamics I do and the the places that I take my voice yeah. feel like words, like the way that I'm feeling, they feel like my emotions moving around oh, and stuff nice. like that. <laughs> that's great. That's great. Nice. Look, we've, we're kind yep. of at the hour uh, yep. mark, and I know you've got to get off to your next appointment. Yes. So thank you so much for yes, coming in. I'm you. sorry that it got a bit dark and weird. No, it's okay. <laughs> you really felt like you were wrestling with, with trying to find the truth there, but that's been really... Thank you for being so open with us as well. Yeah, thank you for having me. That's no, great. It's, and um, maybe, um, you know, in a, uh, six months or a year or something down the line, mm. we'll see how... If you if you would like to come back, see how things have gone for you. And, yeah how, you know, if at all things have changed yeah. mm. in your mind. Great. Nice. Thank you Thank so you. much. Thank you. Cheers.